All righty, welcome to another Root Issues podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here today with Alyssa. Hi. Um, you know, Steve is at a conference in Denver, praying for him as he drives over those snowy roads. I'm oh, like yeah. looking at the forecast, and like, yeah, there's no snow, there's no snow, but yet two days we've been blessed with some awesome snow. Yeah. And Luke is still suffering in Mexico. Oh, buddy. I'd like to say he's on a mission, and he's always on mission. He's yeah. Luke, but he's vacationing. I've well, seen pictures on Instagram. Well, I know. I was going to say, I can't wait to see the drone footage. Yeah, drone footage, them, like, video. Scuba diving. Beaches, scuba diving. Jonah jumping doing off cliffs. Cliff jumping. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so it is a listen out today, and we're jumping in. Steve is still in This Is Love series. Okay? Yeah, First John. Yeah, okay. First John. Encountering the love and the truth in the epistle of First John. And today we're going to be talking about how to remain in Jesus. Big topic, big topic, and we're we're going to be looking from First John two, eighteen through twenty nine. Yeah, and just jump in because we're going to start with sixty, 60 seconds. seconds. Okay, sixty seconds. So I'm going to give Alyssa, Alyssa the first sixty seconds to rattle Ooh, off. Thank you, ladies. What first. she can do? Yeah, okay. ladies first. All right, okay. ready, set, go. So I felt like this week, I mean, he obviously brought up the word abide quite a bit. So I think, yeah, it'd be helpful for me if we went over what that actually means a little bit, because that was a big word for me to understand and uh, apply to like, you know, a relationship with Jesus. Um, Big things that stuck out to me. I really liked when he talked about not putting all of your hope in the teachers or the Mm -hmm. leaders. Yeah. and seeking things for yourself, testing things for yourself, you know, being in the word yourself and not yeah. just taking what somebody says and, you know, believing that's the end all be all. Okay. That can be obviously yeah. really dangerous. And I appreciated Steve bringing that up and challenging us mm-hmm. to challenge him, you to know, challenge and him. yeah, if effort. there's anything he ever says, I liked that he was so open yeah. to having discussion because that's discipleship. That's yeah. how we're going to grow. Um, and that's how we're going to check ourselves and make sure we're abiding in Jesus and yeah. not in the world. Um, yeah. And I liked, uh, encouraging each other that we don't fall away. Ooh, and I I'm think so that sorry. starts in your family. Yeah. Okay. okay great. Well, you love to slide that in there. All right. So that was a minute. So I'm going to go with my minute. So here we go. So yes, abide. Okay. Because I've been trying to crack this egg mm-hmm. and, and some people, if you know the answer to this, then just send it to me. If you think you know the answer, but you know, how do you love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all mm-hmm. your strength? <laughs> like, what is it to love God? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I know how to love my wife. I know how to love my children. But loving God seems so abstract and so, you know, just different. You know, like you got to put different things on it. And so I'm like, if you can figure that out and put it in a sizable nugget that somebody can eat with honey mustard or barbecue sauce, then you understand, like, what it means to be loved by God yeah. and how to obey God. And so this word abide really brings that home to me. We're going to okay. look at the definition. I mean, everybody just think right now, what is your abide? Steve was talking about abide. He was talking about remaining in in Jesus. Mm-hmm. For my last five seconds, he said this mind-blowing thing that the world is not under all control of us. It's no. under Satan. It's under right. demonic power. We live in two realms. Yes. And so there you go. All okay. right, so let's jump in. You, you you brought up the definition. We do this in middle school all the time. Yeah. Right? What is the definition of a word? So that's just where I needed to start because yeah. that's abide isn't a word I like use in my normal everyday vernacular. No, so, absolutely not. Um, it's a verb, um, and it's to accept or act in accordance with a rule, decision, recommendation. 
rule, decision, recommendation. Yeah, so, like right off, so it's flowing. You here. know, it's acting yeah. or accepting, mm-hmm. um, like aligning yourself with a set of some things. Yeah. So, you know, I think in looking at how I abide, my goal would be to abide in the rules, the ways yeah. of the Bible. The Bible. You know, and of um, like, what would Jesus do? Yeah, totally. Like, WWJD. WWJD. Let's like, bring it back. That's what I would be acting, asking myself in, you know, planning to make an action or yeah. make a decision or do something. Absolutely. I would want to be aligning, abiding. Aligning, abiding. With, you know, WWJD. Yeah, WWJD. But as I mean, opposed yeah. to. But I mean, like you read that definition, and when I think of abide, you know, like my first yeah. definition that I would have been running with as Steve was teaching us was, oh, you know, just being close and snuggly with God. Mm. I would not have put in rules, yeah, <laughs> restrictions, or obedience in the word abide. Well, because that's modern day Christianity, Absolutely. right? Like yeah. the first thing is just, you know, God loves you, accepting yes, him, mm-hmm. and it is it should be very um, feely, fuzzy, you know, yes. happy. But I think oftentimes we tend to ignore yeah. the act part, you know, yeah. things that it's going to take for us to pick up our cross yes. and actually do that. Yeah. It's pick, not yeah. always easy and happy <laughs> and lovely. No, it's not, you know, and but, but I mean, yeah, but like, you know, you, you, you nailed it on the head, I think, for me is like, yeah, like in our world today, it's like, you know, hey, I accepted Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I accepted his love for me. And so yeah. I'm accepting his love. I'm not accepting his guidance. I'm not accepting the way he needs to direct me in my mm. life. I'm just accepting him, and so I have this warm, comfy place to go mm-hmm. when I need to abide. Yeah. And then, you know, you see in First John, like, this section here, like, when we cover it with high school and middle school students, mm-hmm. we're like, how many times can you count the word abide? I'm I like, know. It's abide, 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 abide. <laughs> you know, and so really John is, like, screaming at us, like, you know, stay within your lane. Stay right. within the direction that God's giving you. Act in accordance. Act in accordance of what yeah. God would have you do. Well, because, I mean, I think about, too, like, in the beginning, being in accordance or acting yeah. in the ways of the world yeah. might seem really easy or unoffendable or yeah. fun in the, in the beginning. But then let me tell you, have something hard happen to you yeah. and then have to try and pull yourself up yeah. by your bootstraps. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. In certain situations, you are never going to be enough to do it. And so, so yeah. And so when we look at it, we're like, we've got two kingdoms. Mm-hmm. We can abide in something. We're going to follow the rules of something right whether you're like dude i don't follow anybody i'm totally i'm a lone wolf you know know, but something's guiding us yeah and so it's either the culture which is saying hey think for yourself please yourself you do you Mm -hmm. i'll do me and Mm -hmm. be unoffendable Mm -hmm. you know yeah or you go with god's plan which says you abide in his rules his guidance for your life Mm -hmm. and then you're directed by that so we're gonna abide in something right and then for me, it's like sometimes like a 50-50. Okay. <laughs> like I'm going to roll the dice. Like, okay, am I going to abide in the world or am I going to abide in I God? I know. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, you know, well, I really, I need that. Yeah. I don't know well, I want it, but I, I want know. it so much I need it. It's that pull between your emotions and your thinking. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, then yeah. you need that tether to like. <laughs> yeah. But when you think about like the word you just said was emotions, like, mm-hmm. you know, do our emotions cause us to want to abide abide Mm. in god and follow his instruction follow his rules or do our emotions want us to abide in the world's rules and the way it navigates its kingdom 
because mm-hmm. it, it really is. It's a st- it's a tale of two kingdoms, right? You know, and which once one? you've talked about that with our spirit, you know, he said yes. a lot of Christians are super surprised um, when he tells them that you have a spirit apart from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think. You know, it is hard to remember that we have our own spirit thing in there, conscience, you know, that's like directing that stomach feeling. Yeah. Um, and you have to train, you know, yourself and be working on yeah. f- continually refilling yourself with the Holy yes. Spirit. It's not yeah. just like you say it once and you're just like, bing, Done. to the top. Yeah. You know, there are th- the world hates us, right? Yeah. So it's going to push that level it's down, pull it down. And you're going to have to, you know, act. Um, to refill yeah. and refill. I mean, we do this with lesson with the kids. We did it mm. a couple of weeks ago when I was out of town at camp. I gave it to Wendy, you know, for our No Boundaries class during the Alpha. You know, I was like, you're going to teach on the Holy Spirit, and you're going to teach that we're broken vessels. Yeah. And that we're supposed to leak the Holy Spirit. We're not supposed to just keep it oh, for ourselves. We're image. leaking it. Yeah. We're, like, putting it out there for other people. Yeah. And so I gave her a cup that had a bunch of drill holes in it. Uh-huh. And so we always try to hit them with a riddle, like, okay, kids, how are we going to keep this cup full? Oh. We filled it up with water, but it's leaking everywhere. How do we keep it full? And they're like, tape up the holes. They're like, tape up the holes. <laughs> they're like, fix the cup. Right. But, you know, but we can't fix ourselves. That's right. And so the only way we can stay full of the Holy Spirit is to stay under the spigot. Right. You've ate the fruit. Yeah. There's always going to be that brokenness. Yeah. yeah. And so you're constantly taking in God. You're constantly taking mm-hmm. in, and that would be abiding. Like, I'm abiding in Jesus, so I'm close to Jesus, so I'm following his guidance for mm-hmm. my life. I'm looking at his precepts and his rules rules and he says you know love me and the father will love you right and through the filling process you're going to grow Mm -hmm. and then eventually that's going to take over yeah absolutely and it's just going to become like a natural um cycle in your life and Hopefully. that natural cycle, I want to tie it back in because okay. I want you to talk about your kids. Yeah. Alyssa's got like three great, yeah, wonderful, like three. Yeah. wonderful <laughs> challenging, like, you know, crazy, I awesome know. kids, you know, but. Well, I think they're such a perfect example of abiding yes. in, you know, their parents. Like yeah. we are all, they really, really know at Absolutely. this point. They're yeah. five, three, and just turned two. Yeah. So, you know, they know other people kind of like, yeah. but we are with them mm-hmm. all the time. We're a pure example example yeah. of you know setting you're going to do this then and yeah. now we're guiding them yeah totally. and you know they choose to abide in mm-hmm. us and act in accordance with our family's guidelines know, stuff yeah. like yeah. right now totally. and i think um it's so interesting when like something bad happens or they do something they know they're not supposed Most to, to do, yeah. at their ages right now, they really always come to us yeah. and, um, you know, seek our comfort and yeah. our snuggles and our yeah. love and just, you know, enveloping in this like safe yes. space. And so there's that safety. And I mean, you know, then I'm just drawn to like, you know, how scripture tells us like, you know, it takes childlike faith. Yes. Like you have to be a child. Why don't we do that? I don't know. I don't know. know, You know, like, like, you know, because I'm always like, okay, if I do this, I know I'm not abiding mm -hmm. in God. So tomorrow I'll do extra time in his word and refill Mm -hmm. because sometimes you just hit that place where you're like, I just don't have it in me. Yeah. I, I can't fight for it anymore, even though I know I need to fight for it. Right. And so one of the things that Steve threw out there. And it helps me think is because when we think of our children, they're going to the place they're learning knowledge. Yep. Like we just left Kate down in the nursery. Yeah. So that we could lay out this podcast. Yeah. And Kate knows because mom says, mm-hmm. 
she's good. The sitter who's watching me, yeah. she's going to play with you. She's good. You you saw her last week. Right. You know, she's knows she's good. Yeah. Now, if mom didn't say anything, right, didn't say goodbye, didn't say, hey, you remember? Yeah. I'm thinking that Kate would be screaming to knock the door down, like, well, who did you be, leave me yeah, with? Yeah, it would be a much more <laughs> terrifying experience. Yeah. And so that sense of the, the, the parental guiding the child to abide. Me. Yeah, she yeah. trusts you. Yeah. And all fear is based off of a lack of trust. Totally. You know? And so G- Steve hit us with this one. He said, have you learned to be taught by the Lord or just by other teachers? Oh, I really liked this part of it. I yeah. brought it up in my 60 seconds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so often it's easy to just read a book or listen to someone Mm -hmm. and and it makes sense with us. It resonates with us and we hold it as a idol almost. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, that's the end all be all, especially in the political scene right now. Absolutely. You know, you see things on Instagram and you just take it for truth like yeah yeah, i'm so behind that and you have to be so careful in that because those things ultimately are part of the world like even pastors are part Part of the world world. and so you know they have um like you were talking about the spiritual realms Mm -hmm. like you know the devil is going to be working and present in their messages as well and so we need to have each other to filter and test and, you know, run that little like TSA light over everything we see or hear and make sure it's really, you know, from the Lord and And, yeah. yeah, And something to truly abide in because it's coming from him. Um, And so, so, I mean, when I think about like how Steve was tying this into the word abide and in this section of John, it's like, for me, it's like, okay, so have I learned to be taught by the Lord or just by teachers? Because teachers teach me things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times teachers don't rebuke me. Right. (laughs) Teachers don't call me out. Like they're giving me principles that I need to apply. Well, sometimes the situation or the setting is just impossible for that. It's not going to happen. Like if it's a podcast and they're teaching about something, I may feel conviction, but I may not do anything about it. It's just a give and give and then it's up to you to take it you know or not but yeah it's not a conversation that's why discipling is so important absolutely calling people into you know the challenge of abiding in christ finding obedience staying in his guidance acting in accordance with you know god's plan for your life god's word one of the ways that i can like define this question is like have you learned to be taught by the lord or just by other teachers i can say that i am taught by the lord when I feel conviction, when I feel like uh, I need to draw closer to him because right now my mindset is more in the world and it's not in him. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I'm just having a bad funk day and, you know, Elaine is just irritating. My children are just irritating me. And so then I'm just thinking negative thoughts, negative thoughts, negative Mm -hmm. thoughts. And then God moves in with some teaching and I know it's from him because he's saying, draw closer to me because all your negative thoughts are lies. Yeah. You're just eating the lies and then you're believing the lies. And then when you believe the lie, then I start acting out the lie. Yeah. And like start bad mouthing my kids or start just like why did we have so many kids that famous line <laughs> from you know what were you we know, thinking what was that movie what's that movie it's the christmas movie george oh. bailey oh yes yeah, oh my know. gosh like you know there's that moment where he snaps yeah. and he's like why did we have it's so many wonder, kids it's a wonderful life it's a yeah. wonderful and life and he's like you know? holding the post of the stairway yeah because it's like coming off because <laughs> he's just at a place of frustration i know I know we all go there though with different situations. It's, I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. And, um, I really like that in the weekly, maybe included the daily audio Bible again for like starting your day and that, because it, it, I like that it's not just reading 
the Bible that there's like a application to it. You know, the guy goes through and kind of breaks things down because it it helps you pick up different nuggets that are going to speak to you differently. You know, like I know some people in our church have done it multiple times. Absolutely. And they're like, it's crazy how, you know, I could have read this part a million times, Mm -hmm. but it means something so different. And that's God speaking to you. That's the conviction. Yeah. Yeah. That's him meeting you where you're at. And that, um, Holy Spirit working and, and against we, your spirit. When we say conviction, we're not always just talking about like judgment. No. Like conviction, like I've read that verse, but man, that verse just jumped out to me today and encouraged me. Right. I never felt that encouragement it's a from it's a that movement. verse. Yeah. yeah. And that is like your spirit. Like mm-hmm. you brought in, like we've mm-hmm. got us our spirit, and then yeah. we've got the Holy Spirit living in us. Mm-hmm. And when our spirit gets dry and thirsty and hungry, mm-hmm. and then we partake of God's word, it like jumps out. And yeah. you're like, that just so encouraged me. I've read that verse before, and I didn't get encouraged. Well, I wasn't in the place at that time for that verse to mm-hmm. encourage me. And so it's like your spirit jumping out. Yeah. And so another question that Steve brought up, he brought up three powerful questions. This is number three. This is number okay. two. This oh. is number two. Number okay. one was, have you learned oh, to be teachers. taught by the Lord? Now, the second one is, have you learned to abide in Jesus and not just acknowledge Jesus? Mm. And so this one, this one I, I I like to crack in the sense of when I think about it and what he was processing was, if I abide in Jesus, I got to have that definition you read. Like, I got to know that it's not mm-hmm. just that comfy, warm, like, mm-hmm. I'm just snuggling in Jesus's lap right now yeah, because I'm not feeling good. But it's like, no, I'm trying to live my life in accordance with him. I right. feel like when I acknowledge Jesus, it's like, oh, yeah, Jesus loves me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get through this. Yeah. And I'm just acknowledging that he loves me, but I'm not abiding. I'm not saying, well, you know, honestly, when I think about it, I chose the world yesterday. Yeah. And that's why I'm not feeling so good today. Right. And that's why I'm feeling discouraged. That's why I'm feeling overwhelmed. That's why I'm feeling stressed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I find this, it is so much easier to choose the world. Yeah. When I'm in survival mode. Right. And I'm a parent of four, so I've known some survival mode experiences. I'm sure you do. <laughs> you know, and so when I'm in survival mode, it's just Mental easier to well choose the physical. world, you know. <laughs> and, you know, we've talked about it. I'm open. Like, I've had an addiction with food. Yeah. Food comforts me. Like, cake icing on the couch with a spoon. Right. I don't need oh, the cake. it tastes so good. I don't need the cake, and I'm feeling better. And so, like... It's as simple as that. Like when I choose the world because I'm in survival mode, I'm like, I just need a quick fix. Yeah. To abide in God's like, okay, I got to work at it. I got to say like, what's his plan? I've got to ask him like, why do I feel this way to God? God, why do I, why is my fear spirit hungry? Well, and it's that speaking over yourself versus listening to yourself. Like when you're in those moments, you're just listening to yourself. Yeah. Steve talked about that. Yeah. Instead of speaking God's truth of who you are. Mm Mm-hmm over it that's what's going to help that's god helping you not have to do it on your own yeah that's abiding yeah because you're saying god i'm giving you course correction Mm -hmm. because we are we're in those two spiritual realms of the world and us Mm -hmm. and i think so many times people don't think of the world as the spiritual realm they just think of it as the physical realm and so i've heard it described like oh i'm choosing the physical realm versus god's realm well no actually they're both spiritual realms god's realm is as physical as it is Mm -hmm. in everything if it's physical it's physical yeah but there's two spiritual realms that seek to influence how we experience yeah. the physical. Haven't you ever seen the yeah. like devil on your shoulder yeah. and the angel on oh, your yeah. shoulder? Yeah. Like that is you what know, it is. It, that's what it is. Yeah. You know? And so when we think about that, like, you know, 
not just acknowledging Jesus. You know, right. people can just acknowledge Jesus continually in their heart, in their mind. They have respect. They have reverence. Yeah. They even feel a comfort in acknowledging Jesus, but yet there's it's still the, it's troubles. Like, it's the New Testament Christianity. Yeah. Like, oh, I accepted, you know, mm-hmm. Christ is my Lord and Savior. Savior. I'm good. I'm good. I'm covered. You know, like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Where I feel like you really need to focus on the Old Testament piece of it, too. Yeah. Like, think about what the Old Testament um, yeah. abiding looked like. Yeah. I mean, it was involved. Like, Very it much took, so. Yeah, yeah, it took a lot. And thank the Lord that he sent you know, his son yeah. to die for us. So we don't have to continue doing those All of that. things to keep the covenant. Yeah. Um, but we can't lose sight of that. Act. No, I mean, I think you have to, you, you got to take them both. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's this obedience and abiding in God that says I'm in his will. Yeah. I mean, I've got friends, I'm not going to mention any names, but they're making choices sometimes. And you're like, seriously, bro, you're mm-hmm. making that choice. Yeah. And then you just want to look at them and be like, how do you expect God to bless that decision? Yeah. Because you're not in God's will. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, she's not your wife. You, you know, she, you know, that, that thing wasn't yours. You don't right. make enough money to drive that car. Right. Like, how do you expect God to bless your continued life yeah. when you're not choosing to abide in him and say, this is what the God, Lord God has provided me with. Yeah. And this is enough. Right. You know, because I think that is so big in our culture today, just the consumerism. Oh, it's so easy to fall into that. Yeah, it's definitely picking up a cross and going in the opposite direction um, that's abiding in Christ. And it's hard, and people don't want to choose that. No one wants to do anything that's hard. And our culture tells us we don't have to do anything that's hard. And so that's what really sets us apart as yeah. Uh, followers yeah. is like this you're not choosing the easy path and yeah. i think that's a lie that gets brought up early on you know, when you <laughs> accept christ it's yes. like well everything's going to be so much easier, easier for you like no it's you know it's not going to be easier but it's going to be better well, it's, it's going to be freeing yeah it's i mean it is yeah. like the ultimate yeah. weight of just like oh i'm always loved yeah no matter how many times the world fails me, because it will. Steve said it hates us. Yeah. And so if you want to spend your whole life being hated and, you know, then (laughs) yeah, maybe don't become a Christian. But I mean, it's so much better, right? Like it's the only way that's going to help you get through really tough things and um, really like celebrate and appreciate and live in a place of gratefulness for all of the good things. Yeah. For all the good things and even the bad things, you know, because God, you know, he's going to work out those bad things. If we surrender them to him, if we try to figure it out on our own, then we get trapped and we're still lost. But I mean, I think, yeah, like you just really hit something really, you know, just, can you just say like God's way is better? Yeah. Well, because the more it, you abide, the more the you'll more you, realize You that. realize it, yeah. but it, it, it's a learning curve. Yeah. And so, like, this whole word abide, like, for me, like, hearing that definition, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use pastor. I know the word abide, but I really never have looked it up. Oh, yeah. You know, and know. so by looking it up, you're like, okay, now take everything that I thought and let's put yeah. it in the context of that and let's get rid of everything that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, the being loved by God, being in his lap, sitting with him, being mm-hmm. comforted by God, those are all there. Mm-hmm. But it's but it, there's this basis of I'm choosing to follow him. Yeah. And I'm not choosing to follow the world. 
right. and the world has so many schemes. Yeah. And you see people falling for them all the time, and there's truth and there's lie. And so which one are you going to believe? Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'll talk to you, like, survival mode is real. It's real, and it is so hard when you're in that mode yeah. to discern yes. the um, truth from the lie. And so at some point, you have to just kind of hit the big pause button yeah, and then step back and be like, okay, we're not doing anything right at this moment until we hear from God so that we can move out of survival mode. Yeah, like flesh out those feelings yeah. you're having, like what because brought me it here. Is. Yeah, and coming to the realization like, you know, yeah, it's just abiding powerful. in the world. All right, yeah. so... Last that question. Third question. Okay. That third question is, and this one's tough because you gotta, you might have to do the definition on this one. But are we practicing righteousness or just trying to be good? Mm. Yeah. Um. That's tough. That's tough because I feel like the world is telling us to, mm-hmm. you know, just be kind. Um, oh, yeah. You know. I mean, every. <laughs> Every nonprofit out there is like, you know, sacrifice yourself, you know. But, I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, there is this, you know, like quantified statement in the world right now. Like, you got to do good. you got to support the wells. you gotta, you got to give money for the food, you, mm-hmm. you know. You know, the SPCA, they have the longest commercials to get you to adopt a pet yeah. or to send them money. And they're doing something really good that needs to be done. Yes. But – those I guess things. what's the difference between practicing righteousness and trying to be good? Like what sets that's, righteousness apart from the world's the version of the trying to be okay. good? So righteousness would be to be in a right relationship with God. Okay. Okay. So think about relationship. Okay. Because yeah. we're taking it to another level here. And I think Steve did it so brilliantly just in like how do we look at it through relationship? So you want, and I want, and every parent wants obedience from their children. Mm-hmm. And then for those who maybe don't have children or, you know, children have left, you still want that connection. You want obedience. If you're a young adult single and you haven't had your kids yet, you want, like, obedience in the this is our friend agreement. Mm-hmm. Don't break the friend agreement. Right. Like, don't stand me up on a powder day because I'm going to leave you. Okay. You know, like, and so to be in a right relationship is a higher call of obedience mm-hmm. than just being good. Okay. Like, I don't want my kids to do what I say because I said to do oh, it. I see. Yeah. I want them to do it because they want to be in a good relationship yeah. with me. Okay. Like, I could, Samuel, clean, and Samuel's a very neat boy. He's very organized. All of my kids, for the most part, are, except That's for where, amazing. except for where there's just not enough room I for know, all of our stuff yeah. in employee housing. But here's the deal. Like, I could just, like, Samuel, Samuel, yeah. clean your room. Samuel, come on. Samuel, this is a pigsty. And then Samuel finally just snaps, and he's like, I'm going to clean my room so yeah. you get off my, my back. Oh, okay. And then the other part, that righteousness part, is like Samuel saying, I want to be in a good relationship with my father. I want to take my father's advice. He says, if I live clean and organized, my life is less frustrating. Yeah, and stressful, yeah. Like I'll be able to find stuff. Yes, you can find stuff. You know, you're not wearing the same pair of socks three days in a row. Right. People will like you more because you don't smell. Yes, you don't smell. (laughs) And so when he chooses righteousness, he's saying, I'm cleaning my room. Because I want to be in a good relationship with my father. Yeah. I know that honors him, and I want to show him that I'm learning from him. Yeah. And so righteousness is this right standing with God. Yeah. That brings life. Okay. While just trying to be good. For the sake of being good. For the sake of being good, being pleasing, sucks the life out of you. Okay. 
Because it's so, impossible, you know, to do it on your own. No, you can't. Yeah. You know, because none of us can have righteousness without right. Jesus. So trying to be good is like a one-way yeah. street. It's like all on you. It's You're all on trying you. Trying in your own power. Trying in your um, own power. Practicing righteousness is mm-hmm. more of like a, a cycle relationship. It's a relationship, yeah. right. It's and the emptying and the filling, like we were talking about Emptying earlier. and filling. Okay. And then think about it like this. Have you learned to abide in Jesus and not just acknowledge Jesus? I think doing good. Is just acknowledging Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing good because I know this is what I'm supposed I to see. do. Yeah. I acknowledge Jesus in my life, and I'm not going to enter into that sin. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe that lie of culture. Mm-hmm. But then there's that sweet spot where the relationship forms, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm already righteous. Mm-hmm. I'm already clean. I'm already good. Yep. But I do this because, like you said, God's way is the best way. Yeah. And that's the lie that's out there, that God's not going to throw the best party, that God's not going to throw the right. best time that we could ever have, mm-hmm. that living for him is always going to be, I feel a little cheated because I look at all the other people and look at the fun they're having. Yeah. And I mean, that's where I felt when I was growing up. Yeah. It's like that <laughs> temptation. I mean, it's Well, like, imagine the kids now with social media well, and never miss anything. Know, I mean, yeah. my, my particular denomination did not have a youth group and we didn't have ski trips to Colorado. Well, I am sorry for that. And, that and I grew bummer. up in Texas. And, you know, my girlfriend's <laughs> denomination, they had ski trips to oh, Colorado. Oh, yeah, mine. That's why yeah. I'm here. Got yeah. to hike 14ers with my youth group. Yeah. I you know, and I'm like, that. I'm like, you know, like, I well, know. you know, and then my denomination said that that other denomination weren't even Christians. And what I was like, well, were I, you? We're not going to name that right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, and so it's like, yeah, this crazy thing of like everything looked better on the other side. Yeah. You know, and and so like when I got into a relationship with God, then it was like, I'm not just following the rules. I'm yeah. following the best advice to yeah. live my life. And it's a confidence, like when uh, you're in righteousness. Yeah, righteousness. Yeah. You said it. Um, you have this, like, you know, confidence. It's yeah. just welling and, yeah. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm good in yeah. my relationship with Elaine, even when I make mistakes. Right. Like, my mistakes are n- not going to cause her to not Ooh, love me and or I accept me. And I think about me. my mistakes with, when I think about, like, God, yeah. is it's only going to make me stronger yes. in my love for him and his yeah. ability to redeem those things. Yeah. Like some of the biggest testimonies produce the yeah. most fruit, really. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, okay, so you move from just doing good to I want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And that relationship becomes so much more personal, and then that becomes abiding. But abiding does start with obedience. Mm-hmm. Because I, if I, if you put it to you this way, like if you had a friend who was like, dude, I just so want to be your friend, but they never show up. Right. And you say, hey, let's make a plan. Let's do this. Let's meet and have dinner. They don't show up. And then you're like, dude, I get that you really want to be my friend. Mm-hmm. So, Or they text um, you a couple hey, minutes before. I'm not feeling well. I'm not right. feeling well. I'm not going to come. Okay, that never happened to you, I don't think. <laughs> but um, but then you're like, hey, I need help moving. And they're like, yeah, I'm there, man. Whatever yeah. you need, I'm there. But then they don't show up. Mm-hmm. There's no relationship. No. Nobody's trying to abide within the structure of what does it mean to be friends. Yeah. You know, and so there is no friendship. And so when you move from just doing good to righteousness, you're mm-hmm. saying, God gave me righteousness so that I can do good. Yeah. And it's all about the relationship. Yep. And so abide does take on a bigger meaning. Yeah. When you apply God and the Spirit to it. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're like in a relationship. Okay. So we got through our three questions. We got through the three questions. And I mean, you know, and bam, where I want to leave it. You go ahead. What do you got last? Last 30 seconds just from oh, our conversation. Um, 
I think this abiding peace is so important, not in the good times yeah. that you have, but yeah. in the struggles, the times the struggles. when it's way easier to just turn away from God yeah. because you're mad at him, you're frustrated yes. with him and something that may have happened, yep. mm-hmm. you know, to you that you didn't think you deserved yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can give credence to that and just like, yeah, like when my father passed away with cancer, mm-hmm. that was probably one of the first times that I really stepped into abidance. I had Go my ahead. brother there who led me into that. Yeah. He's you know, a because, strong Christian. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of knowledge, but my brother always had a deep relationship. Yeah. And so he kind of walked me into how, how do we relate in that relationship with God when my dad was dying with cancer. Yeah. And so then that sense of abiding came. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, I'm trusting in him. I'm walking with him and he's walking with me yeah we're together and if i choose something else then i'm walking away from him mm-hmm. and i don't want to walk away from him no i want to stay in his counsel and so for me it's like when i think about abiding it is it's like it's it's taking a big bite and saying okay i'm going to ingest this yeah i need more relationship yeah i need more than just doing good yep you know and i mean when you think about it, it changes everything. Yeah. You know, and then you then you can actually start looking at it like Steve is just like, the answer is the gospel. The answer is the gospel. The answer is the gospel. And the gospel is the answer yeah. because the gospel changes everything. Changes because everything. Because it's God's plan for us to be in a relationship with him mm-hmm. even when we're in a world that is not his kingdom. Right. That's that, how you live in the world. That's how you live in the world. Of the world. Abide. In the world, not of the world. Man, sometimes of the world. No, never mind. Okay, thanks so much for tuning into Root Issues. We so hope this midweek jolt kind of got you thinking about abiding and just kind of your relationship with God. Yeah. And if you ever want to reach out to us, you can just reach us at rootissues at ccaspen.com. Send us some comments. Send us some questions. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You are so awesome. You're here forever now. Oh, Forever. Soon there'll be four of us. We'll all be back in town at the same time. Oh, man. All right. Till next time. Have a great week.